Praise the Lord. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and get started. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you saying thank you. Thank you for another opportunity to come and worship you, God, to come and learn of you, God. Now I ask that you touch me from the top of my head to the soles of my feet, God. I ask that you touch each and every person that is here. Touch those who are on their way. Touch those who will hear this later, God. Allow us to receive this word and apply it to our lives that we may be more pleasing in your sight. God, we thank you, we honor you, and we give you all the praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, tonight, y'all, we're going to talk a little bit about soul food. <laughs> but we ain't talking about that type of soul food. <laughs> Not the good old greens and mac and cheese type of soul food. But we're going to talk about spiritual food for your soul. In order to be spiritually fit, we must eat right. And what I mean by eat right is take in the word of God daily. I did a little research, and here's what I found. A third of Christians who attend church regularly, only 32% say they read the Bible personally every day. 32% of all Christians. That's low. And around a quarter, 27%, say they read it a few times a week. Even fewer say they only read it once a week. And a few times a month or once a month. Close to one in eight admit that they rarely ever read the Bible. These are Christians. These are believers. That's pretty tough, um, the statistics of believers, Christians who do not pick up the word of God. Um, we need the word of God to make it daily. It is what is called the bread of life. It is food for our souls. Without our daily bread, the word of God, we have nothing to sustain us nothing to live by, and nothing to speak to our problems. The word is vital to our daily lives. Without it, we have no weapon for warfare. Because remember, the Bible is our sword. If we don't read it, we don't have a weapon. We don't have nothing to fight with. We go out and battle with nothing. John, I'm going to start with John chapter 6, and we're going to start at verse 47, and we're going to go from 47 through 51, and I'm, I'll be reading it in the Amplified Version. And it says, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, he who believes in me as Savior, whoever adheres to, trusts in, relies on, and has faith in me, already has eternal life, that is, now possesses it. I am the bread of life, the living bread which gives and sustains life. 
Your fathers ate the manna in the wilderness, and they died. This is the bread that comes out of heaven, so that one may eat it and not die. I am the living bread that came down out of heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, believes in me, accepts me as Savior, he will live forever. And the bread that I will give for, for the life of the world is my flesh, my body. And it's symbolic when we do communion. When we say, this is, this is my body, broken, you know, um, the bread is symbol of his body that was broken for us. But he is the word, so it's symbolic of the bread of life. Without him, we have no life. In this, in this scripture, Jesus is letting us know that we cannot live without the word of God. Without the bread of life, he, he says that they ate manna, which was a physical type of bread that God sent down from heaven, and they still died. They ate physical food, but it was not enough to sustain them. When we decide to live for Jesus, to eat the bread of life that he has given, we will gain eternal life. The daily bread is a life essential. The word of God is, is a life essential, especially if you're a Christian, if you're a believer, you need the word of God. It is something that we need daily to make it. In our example prayer, in Matthew chapter 6, verse 11, it says, give us this day our daily bread. Daily bread in this context means life essentials. The prayer that the Lord gave us as an example says, Lord, give us each day or this day because we should pray every day. Our daily life essentials. So in that prayer, we're asking God to give us what we need to make it through the day. The Bible is our instructions on how to operate in this life. Without the word, we are walking blindly. Some people say, I don't have time to read the Bible. And then others may say, well, that's what I go to church for, to hear the word. You know, they'll say that. Well, I come to tell them that you need the word to make it, and you need to make time to read the word. Coming to church is not enough. One reason just listening to the word and coming to church and hearing the word is because when I did a, a sermon a while ago that says, are we listening or are we hearing? Um, and statistics show that we learn 85% of what we learn by listening. Okay, but 75% of that time that we are listening, we're distracted. How many times have you come in church and you're trying to listen to the word, but some distracts you, some gets your attention, some catches your eye? 75% of the listening time is filled with distractions. And then, get this, when you leave, you only taking 50% of what you heard with you. Only 50%. Only half of what you heard is what you're taking with you. 
And see, for those people who don't pick up the Bible after they left here, two or three days later, you only got 20% left. So how are you going to make it through the rest of the week? You have nothing left. You have nothing to sustain you. If you're not picking it up for yourself, you're not reading it for yourself, if you're not going back and looking at, okay, this is what we talked about today. Let me read this for myself. Let me get this in my head. If we're not doing that, then we have nothing to stand on. And so many times people say, well, yeah, I go to church and I listen to the word, but I don't read the Bible. You have nothing to sustain you. You have nothing. You are starving yourself spiritually. A while back, I shared a quote from a book, and and it said, we should nurture what we want to grow and starve what we want to die. Without reading the word, we are starving our spirit, which means we are walking around dead or dying spiritually. We literally are not feeding our soul. We're, we're just walking around dead when we don't feed ourselves. I mean, think about this. If you went and you half ate for the rest of your life, would you make it far? If you didn't nourish your body properly, you would slowly die. Well, think about that in the spiritual light. That's what we walking around doing. Well, I'm doing this. I'm too busy doing that. I got this going on. I ain't got time to pick up that Bible. I ain't got time. And it, this, that, and the other. We, everything has consumed us. But spiritually, we're dying. We're dying because we are not feeding our soul. We're not feeding our spirit. We're not giving ourselves what we need to live. Hebrews chapter 4, verses 12 through 13 says this. For the word of God is living and active and full of power, making it operative, energizing, and effective. It is sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating as far as the division of the soul and spirit, that completeness of a person, and of both joints and marrow, the deepest parts of our nature exposing and judging the very thoughts and intentions of of the heart and not a creature exists that is concealed from his sight but all things are open and exposed and revealed to the eyes of him with whom we have to give an account what this scripture is saying here is that the word of god is alive and well, and it works if you use it. The word convicts us. The word exposes parts of us. No one can run from the word of God. It is something it's necessary for us to make it through this life. This is why it is so important for us to know the word of God and read the word of God because if we don't know it, and we don't read it, how do we know if we're living right? What do we have to compare? How do we know that we have all of our essentials? How do we know? The word of God keeps us from sin. When we know the word of God, 
it keeps us doing the right thing. Psalms 119 and 11 says, your word have I treasured and stored in my heart that I may not sin against you. I love this version because it says I have treasured and stored your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. The reason, the reason I love this version is because it uses the word treasure. And anything you treasure, you find it special. You don't want everybody touching it. You, you know, it's special to you. It means something to you. It has a deeper meaning. So when we treasure the word of God, I mean, it means something to you. You can't go without it. You want to go back and look at it again because you treasure it. And then it says, not only did I treasure it, but I stored it in my heart. Now, think about when you store something, you stocking up, you're getting everything you need. You know, think about when COVID hit, everybody was storing up on everything. You go in the store, you couldn't find nothing. But think if we stored the word of God like that. Everybody's basements was probably packed with all kinds of stuff that couldn't save their soul. But think about it. If we store the if we store the word of God like that, pack it, store it, take all of it that we can. If we store it in our heart, it keeps us operating the way we need to operate. Let's see, I lost my spot, y'all. <laughs> So in this version, when it says treasured and I and stored the word in my heart that I might not sin against you, it means it's held dear to his heart. It means it meant something to him to store up, to retain, to remember. It meant something. Many times as Christians, we read the word or we listen to the word, but we don't treasure it. We don't store it. We don't apply it. And when we don't do these things, we end up in sin. So it's vital for us to treasure the word of God. It's vital that we find it important. It's vital that we store it, we remember it, we retain it, and we apply it so that we can live lives pleasing to God. Now think about this, all right? Those who say, well, I come to church and I listen to the word. Well, nine times out of ten, they only come sporadically. They come every once in a while. They come every blue moon. So how much word do they have stored? How much foundation do they have to walk on? What do they have to sustain them through the craziness of life? Nothing, right? Because, I mean, by the time they get back to church, they depleted of that little 50 that they walked out of here with. <laughs> it's gone. They don't remember nothing. You ask them, hey, what was, what was the last sermon you heard? And I bet you they can't tell you. This is what we're dealing with in, in the Christian life right now. This is, this is why we are lacking power. Because people refuse to pick up 
what gives us the power. Remember when it said the word is alive, it is full of power. It's full of power. And if we don't have it, if we don't have the word, we have no power. Nothing. If the word of God is in us, we are sure to have the spirit of God with us and operating in us. We talked about uh, storing up the word in our heart. Well, in John 1 and 1, it says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him, and nothing was created except through him. The word gave life to everything that was created, and his life brought light to everyone. Nothing was created without the word. We were not even created without the word. Remember, God spoke things into existence. It was his word that gave everything its life, its existence. It was the word. Literally, the word is life. Because literally, God spoke and it was. Just how powerful is that? Now, if it says that the word is a living and active, what happens when we speak the word to situations? What does it do? It gives that situation life. But if we don't know it, we can't speak it. But nothing was created without the word. The word of God always speaks. If we look throughout the Old Testament, we will see the phrase, the word of the Lord came to hundreds of times. The word of the Lord came to so many different people and spoke so many different things. And most of the time when you find the Lord speaking, he is speaking life. The word is life. So if we are walking around without the word within us or stored in us, we are dead men walking because we lack life. Because the word is life. In order for us to have the life essentials, we have to have the word of God. In order for us to have life within us, we have to have the word in us. The only way to get the word in us is to read it. We can listen and listen and listen and listen, but if we don't go back and read it, we have nothing. That's the only way. We have to read the word of God. And it, I mean, at this point in life, nobody has an excuse. The word goes with you everywhere you go. You, they got so many Bible apps, it's ridiculous. You can have every version of the Bible. If you don't understand one, there is one for you to understand. There is no excuse why people can't read the word of God. They choose not to. 
There is no excuse why people can't understand the word of God. It's been explained over and over and over again. There's so many different ways to learn about the Bible. I mean, Google it. <laughs> it's, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. So people just choose not to. But what they're choosing not to do is they're choosing not to have life. <laughs> they're choosing not to have life. The word is eternal. The word will live on forever. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 25, it says, For you have been born again, but not to a life that will quickly end. Your new life will last forever because it comes from the eternal living word of God. As the scripture says, people are like grass. Their beauty is like flowers in the field. The grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of God remains forever. And that, and that the word is the good news that was preached to you, all right? And so basically it's saying, you know, all these other earthly things are going to pass away. You know, people running around here, well, I got to go to work. I can't go to church. I got to make money for this. I got to do this. I got to do that. All these earthly things are going to pass away. What are you going to have to sustain you if all this stuff goes away? What are you going to have? You know, um, everything else is going to fade away. But the word of God remains. It's the one thing that stays consistent. Relationships change. Money leaves. Everything else, you, you hold, something can happen to it. It can be taken with the quickness. But the word of God remains. And, and the, the crazy thing is, I've seen churches burn up, and they go back to where the church burned up, and they can find the Word of God untouched. It blows my mind. It blows my mind because the Lord is actually showing us that in real life. Like, everything else, all these pretty buildings can burn down to the ground, but guess what? My Word is going to last forever. Have y'all ever seen that? A, a, a church building that, that's had a fire and they, it burns down and they go back and look at the remnants and they find a Bible untouched. Everything else burned up to the ground. But they find the word of God untouched. That, that's so significant because he's saying even in a physical sense, my word is what's going to last. If you don't have that, you don't have anything. When we have the word of God within us, we live by the word of God, and we have eternal life. Everything else is temporal. Beauty, material things, anything that the world, anything that the world has to offer is temporary. You can live by quotes. You can read what's in some books. You can just go by what people say. 
you can go by cliches. But until you live by the word of God, <laughs> you, you have no life. You will not have eternal life. You know, people say, well, I read, but I read self-help books. You know, self-help books, and I read this, and I read, oh, I, I read my spiritual quotes. But that's not the word of God. It still is not going to sustain you. With, with none of that, we, we can't have eternal life because, hey, we don't, know, we don't know our Savior. And we find out about him through his word. The word of God is eternal. So if we live with the word of God within us, then we will have eternal life. The word of God is our weapon. And we've talked about armor and you know, if you think of soldiers in the old time, you know, they have this really heavy armor. I don't think the uh, soldiers in this day and time would be able to make it with those type of suits because they was heavy metal armor. And um, so, you know, if you think about that, that... That was their way of protecting themselves from battle, from injuries, and from death. All right. We as Christians, we have spiritual armor that we should wear daily. I mean, think about it. Think about that. You know, the, the suits that they wore was to keep them alive, was their way of protecting themselves. If our way to protect ourselves is by reading the word of God, and having the spiritual armor on, how many times do we walk out the house unprotected? Think about that. How many times do we walk out the house unprotected? Because, oh, I woke up late, and I'm just rushing, trying to get out the door because I got to make it to work on time. How many times do we do that? I mean, I know. I can speak for myself. Y'all see my son. <laughs> is a lot. <laughs> but I mean, think about that, you know, and, and, and it's so important. Here's, here's why it's so important that we still have to take that time to get that word in because, hey, we jump right in to doing whatever it is we're doing, but our attitude sucks and we already frustrated and we already going to have a bad day that's because we didn't feed ourselves life before even starting. We didn't give ourselves our daily essentials before we started our day. That's a lot of times why we do have bad days. <laughs> because we wake up and immediately we got stuff to do. That phone is going off, you own your Facebook, your everything else is so much more important than the word of God. And so, that's what we jump to. And then we wonder, man, why am I having such a bad day? Why are things going so crazy? What, why is life so haywire today? What is wrong with me? It's because, well, I didn't feed myself my daily life essentials before I got busy. You know, how often do we do that? You know, we, we have to make that important. We, we are in spiritual battle. And it don't start after, you know, 
I done been up for about five. No, it starts immediately. Once you wake up, if you don't get in that word, it's, it's on and cracking. You better be ready to fight. It's going to start. <laughs> it can come in the form of your child got an attitude when they woke up in the morning. <laughs> then they attitude triggers your attitude. And here we go. It's battle. But what happens when we say, all right, I'm going to get up. First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to pray and I'm going to get in my word. Before that child could even hit your door, I'm in my word. I'm ready. You know. And what you should be telling that child with that attitude is you need to be in your word too. About face. Go back to your room. Get your Bible. (laughs) You know, because, see, when we operate like that, they operate like that. Because we're training all the time, all the time. But how, how, think about that, how often, how often do we go throughout our day just, you know, dang, I forgot to read my word this morning. And then you think about it, my day has been crazy. You know, we need our armor, Christians have spiritual armor and we should wear it daily it's the most important part of our armor is the sword it's the word of god and and the thing about it is the word of god is so awesome because it goes with you everywhere if you if you read it if you study it it goes with you everywhere it can keep your mind if you read it (laughs) if you i mean if you think about scriptures most of your day, you wouldn't be stressed out. But we too busy thinking about everything else. And that's why we stressed out. He said, if you keep your mind stayed on me, I keep you in perfect peace. Well, how do we keep our mind stayed on him? We, we think about the word. That's what he gave us. That's what, we, what he gave us. So it's important for uh, us to have the sword. The sword is the most part of our armor because without the word of God, we can be defeated. Ephesians 6 and 17 says, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. The sword of the spirit or the word of God is our only weapon. The word of God is what we have to fight We can use the word to speak against anything. We can speak against depression, sickness, worry, anxiety, lack, fear, anything that may come up against us, we can speak against it with the word of God. Remember, the word of God says, if if God is for us, if God be for us, who can be against us? Who or what? can be against us. Nothing, nothing can come against us. But we have to know the word of God. If if God is for us, then we cannot be defeated. With the word of God in us and operating through us, we can conquer anything. Because the word says, with God, 
all things are possible. The word also says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So if we have Christ within us, we can do anything. <laughs> what are we feeding our soul? Is it the right type of food? What is giving you your life essentials? If it's not the word of God, then are you really living? We need to be sure that we are getting our daily bread. We need to be sure that we have our life essentials. We need to be sure that we have the word stored and treasured in our hearts so that we will live right. We need to remember that God's word is eternal and it always speaks and that it always protects and it always causes conflict too. Because if you're reading the word, there's going to be conflict. <laughs> it's going to be conflict because we are of the flesh. <laughs> there's always going to be conflict. <laughs> Because you're fighting that battle of flesh. It's always going to be conflict. But, but how do we get sharper? How do we get stronger? We got to have that conflict. We got to be willing to have those conflicts. We got to be willing to look at that mirror like, mm, Jesus, I need some work right there. But how do we know what we need work on if we ain't getting in it? You know, if we run from it because, ooh, I don't like that and I don't like what I'm reading, I think I'll stay away from that because we don't want accountability. People don't want accountability. They don't want to be held accountable for what is in here because it's hard. When it says it is a two-edged sword, he said that he meant that. It's sharp. It's going to cut you. It's supposed to. So we, we need the word. It's important. We need the word. And it, it's our life essentials. Without it, we're walking around dead. We don't have anything without the word of God. It is our essential. It's, it's the sword. It's everything we need to fight. We have to have the word. We need to make sure that we are eating the right soul food. Are you eating the word daily? Is that a part of your daily essentials for your spirit? Is that what you're giving your soul? Are you reading the word? Or are like we talked about earlier, are we just getting up and going on about our day? And then later on we think about that like, man, my day has been jacked up. We need the word, y'all. We need the word. And, and those statistics, man, they need to be so much better. Only 32% of Christians read the word daily. It's not okay. That's not okay. We ain't going to make it like that. So any questions? Any questions? Comments? Yes.
positivity ain't going to get you to heaven. <laughs> I mean, you can speak positivity all day, but it ain't the word of God. You know, it is, it's not the word of God. It's not the foundation. It's not what's going to sustain you. Just like I said, people can post cliches and say this, that, and the other, but it, it's not the word of God. And at the end of the day, the word of God is forever. It's eternal. It is the bread of life. It is what's going to give you life. It's what's going to sustain you. So as much positivity as they, they, you need to speak the word of God because the word of God is life. The word of the Lord. <laughs> like I said, in the Old Testament, and the word of the Lord spoke to, <laughs> the Lord spoke to them, and that's how they got through. That's why I said the, the word is alive and breathing. It's alive. The word is living. The word still speaks. So God still speaks. <laughs> it doesn't stop. His word is eternal. It, it goes on forever. And like I said, everything else will fade. But his word will stand. Everything else will go away. But his word will stand. And that's what we need. We need the word of God. Any other questions? Any other comments? Oh, uh, she was asking about um, people who speak positive or they, they talk only positivity and they, you know, don't necessarily use the word, but they just, oh, think positive and and I said, you know, if you, you can speak positive all day, but if it's not the word, you have nothing to sustain you. Yeah. 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 Talking about energies and the universe and no. <laughs> Remember, the word is, is what brought everything into existence. He spoke everything into existence nothing that was made <laughs> came without the word <laughs> any other questions all right well we're gonna pray and father in the name of jesus we thank you we thank you for your word we thank you for learning about your word and why it is essential god we thank you for all that you're doing at the unity worship center god we thank you for everyone who came out tonight we thank you for those who are going to listen to this later god we thank you for everything that you're doing god we know without you nothing is possible with you all things are possible God we thank you we give you honor praise and glory in Jesus holy and precious name we pray amen